Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another inspiring episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we have an extraordinary guest who's not only reshaping the fitness landscape but also transforming lives in the most meaningful way. So joining us today is Scott Bogetti. So welcome to the show Scott. How's it going Avik? Thanks so much for having me man. I really appreciate it and uh, I'm excited for the show. Great, great. Uh, so, Scott, like before we start delving deep into our conversation, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Scott is the visionary founder of Evolution Vegan Academy. So, this online coaching program is on a mission to empower vegans, helping them shed up to twenty pounds in just four months using Scott's innovative M three Fit system. So, Scott is. no ordinary coach he holds certifications as a cscs and a precision nutrition level 1 coach and also has trained professional and the collegiate athletes so scott's evolution like from sports and the wellness administrator to the founder founder of evolution vegan academy as i already mentioned is an inspiring tale of the resilience and the purpose and a deep commitment to making a positive impact on the world so in today's episode we will delve into his remarkable journey explore the profound connection between the plant based living and holistic wellbeing and discover how he's helping vegans not only achieve their fitness goals but also become the leaders who influence generations to come so without further ado uh like let's start delving deep into the conversation welcome to the show again well thank you thank you vika yeah, let's do it man great so uh scott like if you can share your personal journey and how uh, you discovered the significance of identity transformation in uh, into the fitness and the life absolutely um so my story just a quick backstory on how i went vegan and kind of what led to to answer your question about the three pillars. Yeah. So I went vegan uh back in January of 2017 and it was one night I was watching the documentary called Cowspiracy and it was on Netflix. And a scene came on the TV that showed the fate of baby male chickens and I'm going to, you know, skip the details for the show here. You can definitely watch it out on your own if you'd like, but um it just it, it wasn't pretty and that really tugged at my heartstrings and right in that moment i decided that i'm going vegan and you know i don't care what it takes i'll i'll figure it out i'll find a way um but that night went vegan cold turkey and i basically went through my fridge uh, my pantry my freezer and cleared out all, all the animal foods that i had in my house at the time and basically was just like all right we're starting from grounds it was starting from scratch and 
ever since then has kind of been when my vegan journey has started. So it's been about six and a half years. And outside of that, what led me to the three pillars of fitness, which like you said, identity, uh, nutrition, and fitness is obviously fitness speaks for itself. You know, if you're, if you practice a level of fitness that you can, you know, feel good, look good, perform well, great nutrition is really the foundation for everything. I kind of look at that as like, that's like level one. If you have a good nutrition, you're going to be able to perform well in, in, you know, in the gym, or if you're going for a run or a swim or, you know, yoga or something. And then honestly, the biggest difference in the third pillar, which is identity is what I found to be the most successful, not only in my own personal journey, but in my clients as well. And that, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of programs out there. Let's be honest, a lot of weight loss programs or fitness programs, all of them probably have some level of like workouts. All of them probably have some level of nutrition, but very few of them have a level of teaching somebody how to transform their identity, which even as one level above, in my opinion, you probably heard the term mindset and your listeners might've heard the term like mindset or mindfulness, which is kind of like a level one skill. But we take that to the next level to where not only are you focusing on growing your mind, but you're growing yourself as a person to become a fit person to think like a fit person to act like a leader and to be a leader, whether it's, you know, whether it's in your workplace or uh, for your family at home, or if you got like a friend pod or a friend group becoming a leader there, it's, it's stepping up to a level that you take on a level of responsibility of like, okay, I'm going to lead here. Like I'm going to show other people that the things that they say that they want, they can achieve because I said that I wanted things and it was hard, but I still achieved it. And so now I can help influence other people to experience the same thing. Wow, that's lovely. So, like, what exactly do you mean by identity transformation in the context of the fitness? And why it's so more critical than the traditional fitness skills? That's a great question. So I'll kind of start with uh, with an example here of one of our clients, one of our past clients. Her name is Tori. So Tori came to us and she was about 35 to 40 pounds overweight. Um, at the time, she's like, I just want to lose 30 pounds and like, I'll be happy. And so we helped her get started in the program. And within her first, at that time, it was a three month program. Within her first three months, she already had dropped 15 pounds. So it was already half of her goal. And so we ended up talking and she wanted to continue. She had more goals to reach. So we ended up uh, accepting her into our second level program, which teaches our clients not just what to do, but how to do it in a way that they can live a lifestyle that they want. So when they go travel or go over to a friend's house to eat or, you know, go out at night or something like that, like be able to live their life while still being fit. And with Tori, I could see that the missing link with her was that she knew what to do, right? Same thing probably with your listeners. They know what they should generally eat to be healthier. They know that they should probably work out or move or walk or like do something that's a, or brush your teeth before you go to bed or go to sleep at a reasonable hour, right? Everybody knows that type of stuff, but they still don't do it. And so my job was to solve, okay, they know the stuff, but they don't do it. So what's the missing link? Well, it's because they're looking at it from their old identity, meaning, oh, I have to go to bed early or I have to drink more water or I have to go fitness or, oh my gosh, I have to eat healthier. They come from a, from a place of like, it's a task, like a job. And let's be honest, like when something feels like a task or a job, it kind of sucks at, at times and people end up falling off because it's, you know, too hard or too restrictive or, um, or it just, it was all over the place. And so what we've done is we've helped students step into the identity of, I get to do this. 
Like I get to be healthy and fit, or I get to wake up early and, and you know, go hit the gym, or I get to make this healthy meal for myself. It's, it's changing the way somebody thinks about the things that they're doing instead of what most other people do, changing just the things that people are doing and saying like, all right, well, you changed it. You should have it now. And people are like, but wait, I still feel like the same person inside. And it's because they didn't change their identity. And by the way, to share a little wrap up around Tori's story, Tori ended up losing 33 pounds with us and double digit body fat percentage. And I think it was like a 12 or 13% body fat. So not only did she completely transform her body, but now she's actually becoming an online coach herself uh, because she was so inspired by her own transformation to now become a leader for other women who want to transform too. So honestly, that's exactly why it's so important to change who you are and your identity on the inside, because what that does is it helps unlock someone's ability that they already have inside of them, whether it's, you know, in their heart or in their head, they already have it there. They just need a little spotlight or a flashlight to shine the light on it, which is when you transform your identity. And then when you realize like, oh, it's been inside of me this whole time, then you get so excited and confident about accomplishing some of the other things you want in your life. Lovely. So, uh, like often people may have a negative self-image or maybe uh, perceive themselves as not fit or maybe athletic. So how can they reshape their self-identity to embrace the fitness and um, also the wellness as well? Yeah. It's a great question. One thing we like to have our students do, this is actually an exercise I'm going to show you right now that's part of our identity transformation um, here at EVA. So what we teach our students to do is create what's called 90-day non-negotiables. So 90-day non-negotiables, which is another way of saying something you're going to do for 90 days that's non-negotiable, meaning you can't negotiate yourself out of doing it. So there's no, I don't feel like doing it or, oh man, I'm too busy today or I'm too this, I'm too that. That's usually the reason why people don't end up reaching their goals is because they let other things in their life take priority over the thing that they say that they want. And that's okay, right? It's no fault of their own. It's just generally the nature of society. So what one way we do is we have our students set three 90-day non-negotiables. And the idea behind 90-day non-negotiables, it should be so easy, so easy to do that when you think about it, the, the only answer that should come in your mind is like, oh, of course I could do that. So like, for example, taking a walk every day. doesn't matter how long or how far or the intensity, just taking one walk every day would be an example of a non-negotiable. Like, oh yeah, of course I can do a walk. Even if it's for two minutes, at least you kept the habit of going out and going for a walk. So that would be one example. Um, another example of a 90-day non-negotiable for me, now it's just, it's a non-negotiable like period, is I have one serving of leafy greens per day. So something like spinach or kale or like something, a green vegetable that's, that's leafy. And regardless whether I have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snack, every day, one of my non-negotiables is, is I don't care if it's one leaf. If even it's just one leaf, I'm going to find a way to make sure that I eat that. And so what that does is it is it now raises your baseline. So before it was just like, Oh, I'll work out when I feel like it, or oh, I'll go on a walk when I have time, or I'll eat healthy when it's convenient for me. But when you set these 90-day non-negotiables, now it's, well, this is just what I do. And when you start thinking like that of this is just what I do, that's when you are, your identity starts to change and you start becoming a new person. Correct. So, uh, like, 
if you can share a success story or maybe example of individuals uh, who have undergone like remarkable identity transformations and achieved the significant fitness milestones as a result absolutely so one of them definitely would be tori on the example i shared earlier and another one who comes to mind is one of our clients her name is elizabeth and she's currently working with us in our phase three program which is called our legacy program so that means she has been working with us now for it'll be coming up on about two years and what she was able to achieve so at the beginning she came in struggling with uh priority management and time management so she was the person who would work and work and work and work and work and work super late into the night because you know her work was very demanding and she just didn't set any boundaries for herself so what always came last eating healthy moving working out so that was all and now in last place coming into the program so we helped teach her a little bit more about the habits and the routines that she needed to at least start getting some momentum and during her time with us so far she's lost over 50 pounds huge trans i mean 50 pound transformation She's now, she's a tennis player. She's now playing tennis regularly without getting out of breath. She's hiking mountains regularly, which was one of her goals to come in to be able to hike a mountain without being the last one up, like without holding the whole group behind. She was able to do that. She posted a really cool picture in our group saying, look, I did it. Like it was one of those, like you see these pictures. And even like, I was like, wow, that's really cool. I want to do something like that. And the most important transformation that she created in her identity was setting boundaries and prioritizing herself first. So very rarely she works late into the night. Very rarely does she deprioritize herself, meaning she prioritizes her walks. She prioritizes good nutrition. She prioritizes whether it's a workout in the gym or a tennis match. She does those things first and then fits the rest of her life around that. And as a result, she's now more productive. She just attracted a new boyfriend into her life. Um, she's got a new job. And I mean, it's just like, it's one of those stories where you just look at and you're like, hell yeah, like that's so cool. So that's uh, another example of somebody um, who I feel that has had an amazing identity transformation. That's lovely. So uh, let's let's talk about uh, like many people like face setbacks uh, on their fitness journey. So how can our transformed fitness identity help individuals navigate and overcome these challenges? Mm, that's a great question too, because you're right. Like there's mm -hmm. always going to be challenges. There's always going to be setbacks. There's always going to be a time where you wake up and you're like, no, I don't want to do it today. Or you go to bed and you're just like, screw it. I'm done. This is too hard. Like there's always going to be those moments. So uh, what I like to share with our clients and what our team likes to share is that you're going to have setbacks. Like we're just, we're just straight up honest with them. There's going to be a time where you overeat. There's going to be a time where you oversleep. There's going to be a time where you go to bed late and you don't wake up in time for your workout. There's going to be a time where you probably wake up and be like, screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. It feels really hard right now. And we're just very transparent with them up, up front because those same thoughts are the same thoughts that all of us experience. And so what we teach them is that regardless whether you're fit or you're not fit or you're at where you want to be or you're not where you want to be everybody experiences those feelings but the difference is how somebody responds to those feelings it's not the feelings themselves most people think like oh i'm not motivated everybody feels like they're not motivated at times but the difference between the people who are fit and who are not or when they feel that oh i'm not motivated they'd be like you know what that's okay i'm not going to always feel motivated but i'm going to do this anyway because it's important to me 
that right there is the mindset shift is going from, I don't feel like it to, I don't feel like it. However, I'm going to do it anyway, because it's important to me. And so we like to remind our students, we literally share this, this saying with them is that your biggest breakthroughs come after your biggest breakdowns, your biggest breakthroughs come after your biggest breakdowns. So when somebody's having a breakdown and they're freaking out or they like have a bad day or, you know, a bad week or a bad, whatever, those are the moments in time that your biggest breakthrough is coming next, because those are the moments in time where stuff doesn't feel easy, but you know, you should still be doing it anyway. And the people who decide and make the choice, cause it's always a choice to say, oh, all right, this really stinks right now. And I don't like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's what happens to the people who are successful and the ones who end up changing their identity. Got it. So, uh, like if you could also recommend any, uh, resources that can help individuals on their path to identify transformation for lifelong fitness success. Absolutely. So I'm going to put in a little, uh, um, personal plug here. My, I, I got a ton of resources. Our team has so much resources to share. So, you know, for any of your listeners, if you want a free resource, we'd be happy to share it with you. We literally just built this like at the time of this recording, we probably built this resource like two weeks ago. So it's brand new. It's called the perfect plate. And it shows you a structure of a plate, like a plate you would eat off of that is macro friendly and is able to, you're able to put together a meal without a recipe in less than 30 minutes with four ingredients or less. So it's like almost the, the most simple thing that you could possibly do. And we'd be happy to gift that to you for free. Um, if you just want to find me on Instagram, I'm sure we'll talk about that here at the end and send me a DM with the word perfect plate or with the phrase perfect plate, then I'd be more than happy to send that over to you uh, for free. So there's a ton of resources on my Instagram, like pretty much on my Instagram. I just share everything that we teach our clients anyway. So if you just go to the Instagram and watch some of the videos, you're going to learn a ton there. Outside of my own shameless plug, there are several other resources that could be helpful for people just to get started, right? Um, YouTube's a great resource. Um, there's a couple books around plant-based eating that they're definitely, they're in depth, like they're really sciencey. So if you're not too big on, like if you haven't ever read like a, like a sciencey article before, it might be tough to understand. It's great information. It's just like interpreting it as a challenge. Um, but anyway, it's called how not to die by Dr. Michael Greger. He's a big doctor in the plant-based community, puts out some great content. So I'd say I recommend there. And honestly, what I would do is I would search on Instagram for vegan fitness and I would start following the people who inspire you, right? If you, if you see somebody and they look like you or speak like you want to speak or act like you want to act or whatever it is, like my best advice and what served me is find a mentor, find somebody else that's already doing what you want to do and go mimic what they're doing. And then if it makes sense, ask them to help you do it. Um, and that's like a quick search on whether it's like Google or Instagram for a vegan fitness coach. I know a ton of them, like we're all friends. Like, yeah, we all are in the same kind of like industry and technically we're competitors, but we're all like, we all know each other and we're all friends. It's like, we all do things a little bit differently. And so we're confident that the right person will come to us and you know, everybody kind of does it a little bit differently. So I know that was a little bit here and there, but I hope that helped answer that question of some different resources to get started with. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. That's true. So, uh, like in your experience, how does the uh, social support and community involvement impact the process of identity transformation and fitness? 
Great question. You asked some really good questions today, by the way. So thank you for these. This is really cool. Um, you, you and your listeners may or may not heard of the quote, you are the sum of the five people that you hang around with most, or you are like the five people that you hang, something like that. And it's really true. Meaning if you right now, like as you're listening to this, think about the five people you spend the most time in your life with. So if you're you know, married or if you have a significant other, they're probably one of them. If you have a, ch- a child, they're probably one of them. If you have uh, a boss or coworkers, they're probably one of them. And you know, maybe like a close friend. So think about the five people that you hang around with the most in your life and just take a second to think about who they are as a person, right? Are they fit? Are they not fit? Are they doing things that you aspire to do? Are they doing things that you're not aspiring to do? Nothing's wrong with whatever they do, right? It's just like, just to kind of like get some awareness of like who I'm hanging around with. Because typically if you look at what they're doing in their life and, and you know, what, who they are, like you're probably similar to them because we like to gather around people who are similar to us. All that to say community plays a massive role. In my opinion, a very undervalued role in changing your identity because it's way easier to be like, nah, I don't want to do this. When you're hanging around other people who also say, nah, yeah, we don't need to do this today. It's fine. It's way easier to say yes when the crowd says yes. But on the flip side, when you're around people who will be like, ah, you know, I know you're having a tough day, but come on, we got this. Like, let's go. We can do this. Like you can do one, you can do half, you can do a quarter of whatever that, that type of energy. It's like, okay, maybe I don't do all of it, but I'm going to do some of it. And when you're around that day after day and you start making more decisions that are aligned with that type of community, you are probably as a person going to start making better decisions. So in my opinion, it plays a huge role, which is why we've cultivated the community in EBA that we have, because let's, let's be honest. And you know, you may know this or not there's while the vegan movement, in my opinion, is growing there's compared to all the people in the world. It's really like, like microscopic amount of, you know, people in total and the amount of vegans who are into fitness are like a microscopic of a microscopic of that number. So it's really hard to come by those people, which is why, you know, we've cultivated the community that we have vegans who are vegan for the animals and they want to do good for the world and they want to be fit because they want to feel good and look good too. And when you're around people who share the same values as you, it's much easier to say yes to doing those things that you say that you want, but maybe a little bit challenging at times. All right. So uh, before we wrap up, like what advice would you offer to someone who is just beginning their journey towards identity transformation or a healthier and more successful life? Absolutely. I would say three things. Number one is know your why, understand your why. In other words, why you want to do the thing that you say you want to do. So if you want to be, lose 30, be count, 30 pounds and become fit, my next question would be, well, why do you want that? And then my next question after that answer would be, okay, well, why do you want that? And then why do you want that? And keep asking why. Usually we call it the five whys. Ask why about five times. And that fifth why is usually the real deeper reason why you really want it. So get clear on that because your why is going to help wake you up in the morning when you want to sleep in or, you know, eat the healthy meal when all you want to do is eat a pizza, right? There's, there's that why it's going to help pull you. So I would say, start with identifying a very clear and exciting why. Like when you think about your why, it should be so exciting that you're like, oh, there's no way I can wait for this. Like we got to go do this now. Like we don't have time to wait. So that's number one. Number two is calorie management. 
So what I mean by that is whether that's tracking calories, whether that's using the perfect plate that I shared earlier, whether that is taking a guess on how many calories you're eating a day, whatever it is, managing the amount of food, because if you, that's kind of like foundational level one, if you do that, you're going to start to see and feel those physical results that you want to see and start feeling better. So number one is understand your why. Number two is manage. So not necessarily track. That's definitely the best way, but manage your calories. And then number three, get moving. So whether it's a two minute walk, right? Whether it's a two hour walk, hitting the gym, going to yoga, playing tennis, uh, doing whatever it is that lights you up to at least just get moving, get in the habit of moving. And then once you get in the habit of moving, you're going to start to see like, oh yeah, like, well, maybe I want to now lift weights and become stronger, or maybe I want to become a marathon runner, or maybe I want to hike a mountain. Some of that will start to appear once the baseline level of movements. So know your why, manage your calories and get moving. Great. That's great. And there you have listeners like another enlightening episode of uh, healthy mind and healthy life where we learned about identity transformation the ultimate fitness skill for a long long time or lifelong success so i hope our conversation with uh, scott has given you a fresh perspective on the incredible power of transforming your identity when it comes to achieving uh, lasting fitness and the lifelong success so always remember that your identity isn't set in stone so it's a kind of uh, malleable force that you have the ability to shape and redefine. So by taking the steps discussed today, uh, you can harness this power to lead a healthier and more successful life. So if you have found this episode inspiring and thought-provoking, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Your feedback helps us to bring you more content that resonates with your goals and the aspirations. So we'd love to hear from you too. If you have the questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, do not hesitate to reach out to us through our social media channels. And also remember that every transformation starts with a single step. So whether you are embarking on a fitness journey, uh, a career change, or any other life transformation, the key is to believe in the power of change and to keep moving forward. So thank you for joining us on Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. Until next time, keep evolving, keep pushing your limits and keep embracing the possibilities of the transformation. So thank you so much.